HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. All right, we're back. Can you dig it? Another season of Arts and Seizures. I'm back. There you go. There you now, go. if you like, the can get the studio audience here at Roberta's. We're down at Roberta's. Looking uh, at the awkward date table. A very young couple there today. I'm wondering what happened. They're a nice, um, they're a nice bunch. But this is episode number, I don't know, 200 and some goddamn thing. We are on a tear. <laughs> You're on a tear. <laughs> and, I've got to, and I've got to, I'm going to make new theme music just for you, Pete. It's about time. It's about time. It's, it's about. It's about time. I'm. Go- I'm happy to be here, Mike. The last one. I'm, I'm always happy to see you. All right. Well, I'm. I'm the people happy, listening all around the world. Not as happy as I am seizures. to see you. And as ever, it is a cavalcade of stars. More, great. more arts than seizures today, for sure. Yeah, it's a literate. It's a very literate uh, show. A very literate group. We've got our friends from Feral House. Feral House. In the house. In the house. Hey. Famous publishers of Filmland. <laughs> there we go. And uh, our good friend from Milwaukee, Christina Ward, is here to discuss the fineries of old fashions Hello. and anarchist publishing. And, of course, uh, the muckety-muck of all muckety-mucks, the potentate of publishing, uh, Adam Parfrey. Glad to see you, Adam. Good to see you. Yeah, man. Uh, so, last time you were here, uh, Christina, we were talking about some of the more dangerous, edgier titles that you had. We were talking about French horror houses and skinheads. Edgy. We were. We were. And that was last season, and we've already... Uh, moved on, and we're here in New York to talk about the what we're planning for fall of 2017 as the spring of 2017 titles come out. I was great. I was at Rough Trade this morning and always so happy to see uh, 
some of our backlist titles on the Yeah Yeah Girls, as well as on Black Metal and uh, the um, memoir by Harley Flanagan. And, and then our right. coloring books. We've got our rock and roll I, coloring I, I books with believe- David Bowie and Prince and Muhammad Ali's coming out. You can say The Grateful Dead. It's okay. We're not saying The Grateful Dead. <laughs> I'll say it. Oh, no. Are you, are you getting these things into the airports? That's I'm trying. You're trying. You got, I, think, I think that you have a plan to get these into the airports, and I think we're sitting across the table I'm from gonna, it I'm right gonna, now. I'm going to be doing some traveling, and I could use some coloring books for my long They're trips. very therapeutic. People are saying they're very lovely. We've had some submissions. We do kind of an online ongoing thing where people color in the drawings and then send them to us. And then we make them, you know, moderately internet famous for like five minutes. And we've seen some great stuff come in. That's like extreme internet fame, five minutes. Right. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> Andy Warhol's 15 minutes is like a nanosecond in internet time. You know, it's the curse of rock and roll. Everything's compressed. I, I said, um, oh, oh, an engineering oh, joke. Get that. <laughs> Our engineer is laughing. He got that one. He's a, he turned up to um, that was a joke from my husband. Uh, to obnoxiously right. quote myself, uh, what, what I said in uh, my book, Dirty, 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 was when Andy Warhol said that everyone was going to be famous for 15 minutes, he didn't realize that it was going to be the same 15 minutes, and it was going to cancel it. Everything was going to cancel each other out, which is but, well, the gift of the internet. I'm chatting here, but Adam's here. Adam Parfrey, who is the, you know, the, the founder and uh, the brains and overlord of and, and a true, Feral House. And a true hero of independent publishing. And a true hero. I mean, so many, so many pretenders to Adam's throne. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't tell me about that. <laughs> okay, if that's the case, Adam, talk about this, well, your celebrity dad. Well, let's get right oh, to it. Oh, I, I can talk about that. Let's talk about that now. Yeah, well, apes. You get into the realm of character actor dumb. And you know what that we is. We love it. Yeah, we love it. We're and obsessed. And so it's... We're it's, aspiring character actors ourselves. Well, yeah, you are a character, characters. and you do acting, so you're <laughs> a character actor. The thing is, you grow up in L.A., as I did, and Dad was on all these hundreds of TV shows, these police shows, detective shows, Perry Mason, all Naked City, all that Adam stuff. Adam 12? Adam 12, yeah. One Adam 12, right? Yeah, but they shot the, the initial episode of Adam 12, when I became 12, and my name is Adam, uh, right in our driveway. That's part of the that's Grand Illuminati the, conspiracy. That's the best birthday ever. Yeah. <laughs> Arts and seizures, but, where we pull it all together. But your dad oh, was part of the Ape Tribunal in my all-time favorite movie, Planet that's of the right. Apes, 1968. It's a very harsh yeah, Dr. Maximus the Orangutan, you know. Was he a reasonable uh, 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 simian, or was he one of the more... No, he was uh, orangutan. I know, but was, was he like on the... the the reasonable ones, or was well, he the ones that wanted to stick it to the Look, it goes like I, I, I am an Any offspring, man. so you can see if I'm sufficiently. Well, no, Simeon? see, you're a publisher. Okay. okay, this is the way it goes. Okay, you're the publisher, so you're an orangutan. I'm an author, <laughs> so I'm a chimpanzee. Okay, and everybody else is basically girls. Planet who, who's, a, who's a bonobo? There, 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 there are no bonobos in this movie. Who's the giver of the law is what you want to know. <laughs> there, there was a TV series of Planet of the Apes. There were two, actually. Well, he was on this one mm. where he played a chimpanzee. Wait, they downgraded the, him from orangutan to chimpanzee? Yeah, the, he was downgraded. Oh, the humanity. Call his agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. I wonder if he had to take a pay cut for that. Because, you know, that is the that, that is the caste system of Planet of the Apes, of course, that the orangutans were the ruling class. They were, um, Dr. Zaius was both minister, a defender of the faith and minister of science. Well, the, not unlike the orangutan we have in charge now, these orange-skinned people. Literally, the, planet. the chimps got the most salary 
Uh, Rodney McDowell was a big star. I still am other. amazed that they got these chimps and orangutans and whatnot to do all that acting. <laughs> but can, can, can I, I just, I'm amazed. I'll make the literary comment here. Make you know, a little, bring so, this in. So in, in, Malay, in. in Malay, orangutan, in, orang means man-man. And yeah. that's what, so the orangutan, it means man. That's I thought why, it meant forest man. No, and that's when um, uh, man, man. when Anthony man. Burgess wrote Clockwork Orange. That's what, it, it's Clockwork Man, because he was raised in Malaysia. He was raised by ah, apes. In Malaysia. Yeah. Man, man. That's Along like, with uh, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs. That's like Joe, right. it's like Joe Franklin <laughs> speak. They went to grade school together. He's, he's more than a man. He's man, man. He's a man, man. <laughs> that's very Joe Franklin. Adam, tell us about how you help, how, um, Feral House got, got started. I really, I, um, I'm so thrilled to be working with you guys and to have you here again. But um, I really hold the, the imprint in, in high esteem for, uh, you know, you guys take a lot of chances. Aside from putting out some, like, very, very cool stuff, you do take a lot of chances and um, follow a great tradition of what I consider, like, kind of anarchist and revolutionary publishing. How and why God's earth would possibly want to get into this racket? Well, I, I worked at the damn Strand Bookstore. I, I was in New York City. Yeah, you know that. And what years? Were you there with, like, when every punk rocker in New York was working <laughs> yeah, there? Like, Miriam yeah. Lina was there. Yeah. All Miriam. the guys from Teenage Jesus and the Jerks sure, were there. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Miriam okay. was the accountant, I think. I was her, right? They were all yeah. there. So, I, I worked around the corner at that time at Ferrar, Strauss, and Garot. Oh, yeah. So, all of our... All of our review copies wound up at Strand, and that was driving Roger Strauss crazy. I just want to tell you. Well, I tell you, if if you brought those into the Strand, I then I it's probably my duty to bring them downstairs to where the yeah put a little yeah, marker on. right. But in any case, I yeah I realized at that time that one could publish a book or get a book published without being in that tired New York city central bureau where they determined what to publish and how to publish. Ross Strauss and Garot. Yeah. The orangutans. Roger Strauss, definitely orangutan. It seemed like an intimidating thing. <laughs> like were. you could never do that, right? Yeah. No little people could do that. Nope. But I'm little enough that I thought I could do it. You slipped through. And so I did it. I, I, you just have to find out who the distributor is and how to get the books out into the trade itself. And so I, yeah, that's how it occurred. I was called up the distributors and and put forward proposals on which books we do. And to put out the first book I ever published, a novel by a famous man. Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> Goebbels? Uh, uh, Goebbels did some... Uh, what was it called? <laughs> and it was called Michael, wasn't it? I like yes, it. Yeah. It was called Michael and... Uh, Loved him in the Third Reich. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that yearly <laughs> Esquire thing about making fun of anything was... It was a featured on that. <laughs> well, that, that, you know, well, listen, um, did you guys see the movie The Last Laugh? We were talking about yes, this. Yes, yes. Um, Emil Yannick? The, the documentary on um, yeah. oh. PBS recently about oh. humor and the Holocaust. Oh. We talked about That's this. That's really we talked, the last Well, we laugh. talked about this on the radio last week. No, uh, we didn't. Yeah, well, I, I did. I don't know if you were listening, but I was talking. Uh, I, it was asleep. <laughs> well, that's, I, but we, what I learned from Al Goldstein, what I learned from Larry Flint, is that you could say anything as long as it's funny. Yes. And that's it. If it's funny, you can say it. And I mean, God, God, the stuff we used to we used to run and, and screw and hustler, holy cow! And Mel Brooks was there saying, "Well, you know, Adolf Hitler, funny. Holocaust, not so much." <laughs> I don't know. I was actually I was in school and working, and I was walking around Auschwitz when they were filming the behind shots during Schindler's List. Yeah, let me just say, Steven Spielberg, he's an asshole. Okay, yeah. I cannot watch that movie because one, he and he made well, the it's Holocaust. A, it's, a terrible, it's a terrible movie. He made the Holocaust end in a group hug, and plus, he's just a jerk. He yelled "fuck you" at me. Mm. 
he just Why did he do that? Motherfucker. Because I know? walked into his I shop. served him hors d'oeuvres at a very exclusive ha- uh, birthday party. Jaws was the Kevin, last good movie Kevin he made. Kevin Klein in his apartment. A surprise birthday party for him. Uh, and it, he was on the A-list of this. And I was the, I was the guy with the uh, tuxedo and the tray. The... Uh, Silver slather playing the role of waiter waiter number one. I, I was yeah, I was the celebrity uh, the, the hors d'oeuvre server to to and he was very patiently the, the World Series was on TV so all the guests sat down on the couch and he very patiently explained baseball in a very kind of I thought Brooklyny kind of like uh, you know uh, nerdish way explaining how, what, how baseball worked to uh, John Cleese. Was sitting next to him on well, the Well, if you want to <laughs> fuck with Steven Spielberg. I don't. I don't. Well, I do. I do. Uh, but yeah, let's go. The, a good way to do it is mother uh, goes to this deli in L.A. called Factors in okay. West L.A. Oh, shit. We're so she's always Spielberg. there. So you can take care of Spielberg's mother. <laughs> this is great. The Illuminati's going to get us now. <laughs> <laughs> my, ne- my next book, Spielberg's Mother. Stalking Spielberg's Mother. My gosh. Do you, you have a song in you? It's going to be a follow-up to Roger. It's going to be a follow-up to Roger and me. So how'd the Goebbels book do? <laughs> Goebbels, please. It, it got a New York Times book review. The first book I put out, and it was like the last one for quite some time. <laughs> and so, But in any case, that was the first. And the uh, other titles of that, Amok Press, the original press idea Amok at press. that time. Yeah. It was uh, Apocalypse Culture came out, the second one, the second book I published. And the third was uh, The Manson File. Still in print, right? You guys thought oh, yeah. it's a big backlist. Was, there any, was that uh, in any way related to Charles Manson? <laughs> it was. Who's your favorite regards. Manson girl? Come on. Mike, who's your favorite Manson girl? Krenwinkel. Uh, my favorite. Squeaky. <laughs> Squeaky from, of course. <laughs> Christine, do you have a favorite Manson girl? I don't have a favorite Manson girl. I don't kind of swing that way. Uh, I don't mean it like that. I, mean, you know. I like I like the pretty one, Leslie. Leslie, yeah, the Houghton. pretty one. Uh, she's from Wisconsin. Von Houghton. Yeah. Wait, was she the co- was she the coffee heiress? Which was the coffee heiress? Von Houghton. Yes. That she got killed. That was Abigail Folger. Oh, Folger, right? Of course. Right. There were two coffee uh, heiresses. Put, put, put Folgers in your cup. <laughs> Yikes. You know, there was this awful trend for so long, like in punk rock circles and hardcore circles, uh, especially like a sort of glamorizing of serial killers. And I know Charlie Manson's very charismatic, and there's a lot of pretty, I mean... Hey, Gary Gilmore's I mean, eyes. You know, but, uh, I, you know... Adver- it's people, transgressive. People, it's people, transgressive. People That's wanted why. to own uh, Gacy paintings and stuff. Right, they still Man, do. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, can't, I can't get it's, with it. No, I don't want that vibe in my home. I don't want to be around that. It's transgressive. That's I what killed you- children. I mean... I'm from Milwaukee. Come on. Yeah. Um, so, no, we got to talk about Milwaukee. I got to show you guys. You know, I wrote a comic <laughs> strip with the illustrious Cliff Mott one time. It's about the, the time that the Kinks, your, your favorite band, met My John Wayne band. Gacy. Do you know the story? I don't. Do you, oh know, do you, do you know the story that, that he promoted? I bet they a got gig. along. I bet, was, I bet oh, Ray and No, they oh, had to leave his house. I bet Ray and John got along you. very well. I'm going to punch you. They had to leave his house because it got creepy. He apparently promoted some gig. This was uh, somewhere in Illinois. Um, no, no, and I, this is Doc Gary. Well, well, Pete Quince, Pete Quince, the bass player of the Kinks, would tell the story over and over again. I saw it in Mojo Magazine, saw it here and there, tried to verify it. I finally found, though, that Gacy did promote gigs like, like rock bands. This is like early first wave British invasion stuff um, at like the local VFW hall. 
And I found the date. They opened. They played. The opening band was the uh, the uh, Kim Fowley, the Argyles. What were they called? Hollywood Argyles. Hollywood Argyles. you Right. Was what, so they they were there, and it all made sense. The, 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 everything that he said sort of lined up. And the story that Quince told was that they went to his house for cocktails afterwards and got creeped out and left. Wow. So Cliff and I, um, I'm creeped out. Did, did well, a comic book about this, a comic about this called All the Day and All the Fright. Oh, <laughs> all the fright. Well, here's here's a, a rock and roll connection. There you go. To to a, a book that we published about the Source family. It's a hippie cult in L.A. in the '60s, the '70s. Mm-hmm. Open up a vegetarian restaurant, mm-hmm. Sunset Boulevard. The, the documentary right? on them is astonishing. Yeah, yeah, you've seen that. So, but Ray, I wanted to join after I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of pretty girls and all that. So this. Um, this Ray Davies came out in some interview uh, saying he helped found that whole cult. Ray Davies. Ray really? said so, that from, from London. He but there's a kink it? in that story. Oh, tell, oh, us. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us. Tell us. He had nothing to do with it. But, but here's the thing is Ray, actually Dave Davies. Dave. Dave yeah. did it? Dave is a part of a cult. Did you know that? Yes. Dave is a flying saucer thing. No, right? Dave is part of like Dr. I think his name is Dr. George King, and he has like kind of oh, yeah. a, a little bit like the Uranians, a little bit of yeah. like so, you know, yogic UFOs. UFOs, you know, right. yeah. Big yeah. On so Dave is actually, I just saw Dave play about a month ago. He was, Very talented. He's oh, it was yeah. so sweet. It was yeah. such, a, and, and let me just give it, my husband's a drummer, so shout out to Dennis Dyken, who was drumming for that night. Was Dennis? Great. Dennis was drumming for Dave. Yeah, Dennis was, was, was drumming. Yeah, yeah, he's great. That's awesome. The fabulous Dennis Dyken. Of the, awesome. of the fabulous That's, smithereens. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite bands ever. Well, you're, you're from Jersey. You, you know, you should be, you should know, and we're doing that. a New Jersey show. So oh. I want to tell you, get ready. Judy McGuire is coming back. I've got the Garden State okay. Social Club. We're doing an all-new Jersey show. Send Dennis in here. Let's talk about this because one of the books that we're coming out with fall, all right, this is is Grandpa's Ghost Stories. This is um, a print of a children's book that is long out of print by uh, the art by uh, Jim Flora. The and I'm forward, holding, I'm holding it in my hand and let me tell you, it is very scary. It, it, it is scary. It's kind of a precursor <laughs> to Goosebumps, but uh, Irwin Chusid is a big fan of Jim Flora, and W Irwin Chusid, WMFMU, out of Hoboken, and what's this funny thing that when we had dinner with Irwin Thursday night, what did you guys find out? We both lived in the same building. In Hoboken. Where? In Hoboken, <laughs> Hoboken yeah. It, with, with Frank Sinatra. There you go. New J- yeah. I, did, I am not from New Jersey, however. You're I from Maspeth. I'm from Maspeth, but I had an aunt in Mays Landing. And another one in in uh, Ogdensburg. So, so uh, and another. I, and, I, I had an uncle in Mays Landing. Another Mays Landing. I drove through New Jersey once. <laughs> I drove through Mays Landing. And I had another aunt in Hohokus. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I had New, a lot of relatives. New Jersey, right home of baseball and Frank Sinatra. A little pride. We're gonna. We're, you getting us Bruce, right? For that even time? even even uh, Benjamin Franklin said it. Poor New Jersey. A barrel tapped at both ends. <laughs> well, you all have your chance to, to to talk about that when we do our New Jersey oh, episode. I'm it's coming. Be here. It's coming up. With surprise guests. You know, are you going to play a song? No, or actually, not? I want to talk a little bit more. Why, I want to talk, talk about. I want to talk about the history of the Mud Club, the upcoming Funeral House book, which I'm very excited which about. I, which which I was uh, I was uh, redacted out of, like all other histories. Well, there must be a reason for it. You no, should, yeah, the reason this is, is time that, for introspection. Everyone, because everybody wants to uh, get the glory for themselves, and I'm used to that, and that's fine. Wow! Wow! That's a. I can wow. see the chip. I can see the chip on your shoulder. Ooh. It's the chip. It's the chip that's grown over forty years of being written out of history. Oh! 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 Do you need a hug? No. <laughs> no. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Pistachio. <laughs> oh, chocolate chip. Oh. What about that? I like <laughs> chocolate chip is okay. Yeah. I like cherry vanilla. 
Cherry vanilla. Okay. Cherry vanilla, especially when you get it in the Chinese restaurant. Like, remember at the end, he give you a scoop of cherry vanilla. I never spent a lot of time at the Mud Club. I'm just moving right back. Uh, I was right sort of at the cusp of, of the age. I was a little bit too old, too young, rather, for... Uh, You're about Max, eight years old. Max's. You know, I kind of... Maxwell's. I missed that. Well, we played a lot at Maxwell's. First Wells, band to play at Maxwell's. Oh, the well, Flesh Tones. Well, the, the, the history of the, wow. the, the book yeah, is actually... Book. You know what? I know, so, I know, I know some excellent independent publishers who might be... You know some rock, independent uh, publishers? Outstanding ones. You had to write the thing, though. I'm but, going and, right and, and if you could swing in like my a little, old pal Roger Strauss. And if you could swing in the recipe for a Molotov cocktail, they might really go for it. Oh, <laughs> I'd rather get a better old fashioned. This, this is terrible. A, this is a oh, delicious awful. old fashioned. I'm from Wisconsin. We drink more Corbell in the state of Wisconsin than the entire. <laughs> you, okay, country. okay. You drink more of everything, so it's really an unfair statistic. <laughs> Jim Backus. Oh yeah, I'm talking about old fashioned, the old fashioned way. That's right. This one's terrible. So, so, say. so, so you're so from Milwaukee, I'm right? From Milwaukee. Okay, yeah. Bratwurst, right? But also the also, site- highest per capita drinking state of all okay. time. <laughs> they, they they make your the, children are allowed to drink in Milwaukee. Yes, they I make the time. famous Sawzall, my favorite tool Milwaukee in the world. Tools. The You'll see a lot tools. of kids love walking them. around Milwaukee with them. They get the Milwaukee Tool logo tattooed on I their arm. I love it. My saw. I love the Sawzall. I don't have it. My favorite, okay, I'm not big on theme bars, but my favorite theme bar in the whole world is in Milwaukee, the safe house. Yeah, I was going to say it's the safe house. The safe house. It's great. You can still go. I love It's a James house. Bond theme bar. In and an alleyway. Have, in an alleyway. And there's actually like secret rooms and there's a, a lift, a, a door chair that f- falls, falls through. through. And the best thing, and I don't know, you guys probably haven't been in the ladies' bathroom, but if you press. No, uh, no. It's not much of a stretch, but really. But if you press <laughs> the if you know what happens? button. In yep. the ladies' bathroom, I'm the going now, doors I'm going. slide open, and you see Burt Reynolds in the Playgirl centerfold in all his glory. Oh, man. Go to the safe house. And but you're not going to be able to find it unless you have a Milwaukee you, and you need a with you. Word. Yeah, you need a secret word. They don't let you in unless you give the Swordfish. secret word. It, and the, the it entrance, changes all the Swordfish. time. The entrance and, is disguised like the James Bond. Yeah, what yeah, is it? it the calls, whatever importing, it calls, whatever? Yeah, front exports. Front exports. I right. think the password's Burt. Reynolds. No, here's Bert the secret Reynolds. with Bert, though. If you press the secret button to see Bert's peen, then all the sirens go off. So when you come back <laughs> out, everybody you, knows. Okay. Do, you, do you know what uh, Bert Reynolds and I have in common? One of the, thing, one of the many things. Besides your good looks. I was a play girl model. You were. I was. I, this is absolutely <laughs> true story. I can't wait to show you. My, you know, my, my, I don't want to see My it. grandmother Florence saw it, and she said it was charming. Okay, I was fully. If your I was grandma fully, says your playgirl spread is charming, you got bigger issues. Okay, man. I, I was I was fully I was fully clothed, um, and it was a story about clothes don't make the man. And I part like the possibly like wore, like this madras jacket I had, and our friend Peter Lando lent me these velour pants that looked like they were made from old toilet seat covers, and uh, I was like. Mismatched tuxedo shirt and this cowboy hat, and I was sort of waiting for my date that. with a box of chocolates. Um, well, you were, you were looking for Kareem in the centerfold, I believe. Yeah. I, I was just right, right. That was great. But though. my grandmother also thought it was very charming. It was a Halloween issue, wasn't it? <laughs> but I got it was great. I got paid for. I got paid for it. Like full model. See, I am a played girl model. I will show it to you. You can see it. Burt Reynolds and me. Although you know, like I said, I was somewhat more clothed, thankfully, than he. This is show all your audience over the radio. But we have this. We basically show it. Show it, Mike. Uh, here on the radio? Yeah. What's the right David here. Niven quote? Display your shortcomings? We're going to do the... Oh, full, oh, oh, David Niven. I'll do the full, what I call the George Thurgood, because I was once on the radio with him, and his new record came out, and they said, oh, so you got a new record, and he held it up for the radio. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's what 19,000 gigs will do to you. <laughs> you know what? This is... I have to say, this has been a very sparkling uh, session here. It's, it's really... Uh, 
We should get more literate people in here, Mike. I, I work on it. So your usual... On. Uh, I feel bad that you've been written out of history. What I want you to do is right. when you go home, though, right. I want The man to... who, was, who wasn't there. That's what... That's, uh, oh, 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 I, I, yeah, that's where you have to write your own history. You tell your version of the truth. I want you to, I want you to go, when you go home, I want you to go on Wikipedia and go to Apollo 17, the entry, and change the names of the astronauts to Buddy Hackett and Jim Backus. Jim Backus, I know. And Adam's dad. I want to get him in there, too. I think you just go, go forward. First man on the moon, Keith Strang. Uh, I wasn't... Uh, that, that I, yeah, that why I not Woodrow you know? Parfrey? Why not? Woodrow Parfrey, this is so good. This is like, what? Not that we are not in the presence of greatness, but seriously, he gave... He's You're the a hot dog at the beginning of Dirty Harry, one of my very, very, very favorite movies. Um, and, of course, Planet of the Apes, which is pretty much, like, my favorite movie. Um, and he was an orangutan, too. I mean, it was the motto it sucked if your father was, like, a chimp or a gorilla. But he was, <laughs> he was on the tribunal. He, he gave ape law. No, I have... I have Shun yeah. humans, for they shall turn into a barren desert and destroy paradise and... Yeah, that's right, Zaramba. Human see, human do. He, he was, he was uh, uh, just, but uh, very tough. Like, you know, so that was his reputation in Hollywood. Now, you grew up in Hollywood. You grew up in Los Angeles. Indeed. So, did, when you were in school, were there, like, other kids whose parents were, like, chimps or apes or orangutans? <laughs> or better. <laughs> or better. Uh, I wasn't in the chimp class, but... Uh, <laughs> there were other actor kids. Or the remedial yeah. gorilla class. What, a, what other actor There was kids? a guy, I remember, in uh, elementary school... There's a friend. His name was Carl Freed. His father's name is Bert Freed. And what's that? Uh, he was the sheriff in that Billy Jack movie. Oh, Billy Jack. Okay. Walk in. It, that's important. Billy right? Billy, I, actually, I never saw any of those. But, but you oh, read the Mad Magazine any. satire, right? Well, I read the, yes, I read He's very that. slow to anger. That's like sort of the joke they run through the whole, <laughs> the whole Mad Magazine satire. My, uh, my uncle dressed like Billy Jack every day. Yeah. The, hat, the hat, sideways belt buckle. I'm totally going to start doing that starting tomorrow. That's, <laughs> Do it. That's it's a good look. That's it's gonna a be good new, look. Be, and barefoot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he, so he took his shoes off to keep people's right. asses. <laughs> right, 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 right. You got to remember that. Do you know, speaking of Bad, Bad Magazine, Planet of the Apes never got its own proper satire. Um, it was it was ganged up after there was like four or five ape movies come out. They finally got around to it. So it was uh, pla- The Planet That Went Ape, and then Beneath the Planet That Went Ape, and Congress of the Planet Went Ape. They never actually got its own. I think this is one of the great crimes of history. Were there knockoff Planet of the Apes movies? Well, well, geez, well, well, don't forget, there was the first run. There was Planet of the Apes, then Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Conquest of Planet of the Apes, um, Battle for Planet of the Apes, and Escape from Planet of the Apes. That was the first run. I've been doing a lot of ape scriptures, so I'm familiar. Then there were, then <laughs> I'm there were, a little afraid. Then there were, then there were two uh, versions of the TV show. There was Planet of the Apes and Return to Planet of the Apes, well, and, his, and, a TV, and a cartoon his called dad was Planet only of in the one Apes. Of those series. That's right. The but first I got to one. You, the first car- one. The, the car- original, Mike. But the cartoon the is really good. <laughs> Real one. I, okay, that's I remember the thing. cartoon. That was very it, good. It, it hones they very, didn't move much. It hones very the, close to the book, Planet of the Apes, uh, um, more more so than the other movies. And of course, there was Tim Burton's movie, Planet of the Apes, and then there was the, the current uh, Rise of the Apes, Valley of Apes, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm a purist. I, oh. Thus keeping Roddy McDowell occupied but, for... But uh, <laughs> I was running to Ape Week in the 430 movie, you know? Yeah. I was like, you're going to play a in one of these Mike, you're DVDs, running out of time. One of the DVDs of Roddy McDowell's home movies... Uh, taking it to set of Planet of the Apes. I've seen oh, they're fantastic, and, and you should see that because it's my father's reading a, a, a biography of Mark Twain <laughs> uh, for the camera there, and so there's an. And ape this is reading this is this at home at twelve hundred house. Well, not it? not quite, but it, oh really? I figured at home he still has the makeup on. He's like you know sort of. I lounge around in it sometimes just for fun. <laughs> your, your Planet of the Apes costume. I, I, oh, here's another thing I'm going to brag about. Brag. 
John Chambers, the makeup guy from Planet of the Apes. Yes. So my father's like getting uh, clothing things and the makeup sessions to, for the movie before it was filmed. And so he brought me in, and I'm they're in these trailers on the 20th Century Fox lot. And so they, you know, I'm just a child, like eight or nine years old. And then they said, well, we'll put a beard on this kid. Oh. So that, that's what they did. They put a beard on me. And stuck. Ape makeup apparently. people. And they <laughs> went home, and I terrified a guy who was uh, surfacing our car at a gas station. <laughs> and, and it was quite, a, quite an impression I made on him. The real Hollywood. Yeah, that's the real Hollywood The story. real Hollywood. That's right. Human see, human do. That's a- <laughs> All right. As always, it's been the fastest half hour. Too quick. Let's, on the should, let's make. Let's do, let's go for a, a two for here. Mike. You guys want to stick around? Yeah, we can stick around. Okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah. We we've written. We have uh, learned a special composition in the key of dirty, the key of XXX for you all. We're going to go out with a bang. I'm happy to say that we're going to be working together on a new revised, updated, expanded, super duper deluxe uh, in, um, in in Dolby. <laughs> Dolby, Dolby stereo. New improved. Uh, new, new improved. Um, Vitamin enriched version of uh, my book Dirty, Dirty, Dirty with the great Fearful House. We're here it's with Christina Ward and uh, Adam Parfrey. It's going to be a lost leader. Genuine heroes of publishing. If there were if there were trading cards Presti- for publishing, the prestige, you guys would be number one uh, and no. two. Uh, but we're going to stick around. We're going to do part two. Feral books, right? At Feral, 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 House. Feral House books House. be Feral. found at uh, Feral. You guys, New Yorkers, say it funny. Feral. 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 Uh, Mike, yeah. I have a Feral House. cat. I, I, house, house, house. I say house. You say it right. Root, he knows it. House, Mike right? says it wrong. Root beer. Root beer. Feral, feral is it uncivilized? Root beer. Feral. Root, root beer. Root beer. Root beer. Oconomowoc. McQuanago. Oh, <laughs> Milwaukee. Okay. All right. Feral House anyway. Publishing. Where do, we, where do we find dirty, you guys dirty, on the interwebs? Uh, Feralhouse.com. Look for feral it in your, in your lo- dot, uh, airport. Dot com. And uh, I hope. seriously, if you want to get into trouble, this is a good place to start. Feralhouse.com for the uh, lowbrow literate and uh, otherwise uh, like-minded. Mike, like-minded. They, they have elevated, the. Uh, I think, the, the prestige of this show immensely. Adam and Christine, thank you. All right. Well, thanks to everybody on Radio Land Arts and Seizure. Stay tuned. Uh, We'll be back next week um, with the great Gary Lucas. is going to be on the show. Is Gary back? Gary's coming back. And uh, we've got a music special. Uh, Adam and Christine will be back at a... All uh, around the world. We're going to roll the tape. This goes out to our listeners in New Caledonia. In New Caledonia. It's like doing doing a show with Captain Spaulding. All right. How dirty can you go? I don't get dirty. Which song is this? It's your song, man. Oh, really? It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. You gotta keep on rubbing at the same old thing. You know it's crazy. You know it's crazy, baby. You know it's crazy, baby. You gotta keep on rubbing at the same old thing. You know I met a new girl. She was trimmed in blue. She saw me rubbing and she started rubbing too. Yes, I had a crazy. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy. We had to keep on rubbing at the same old thing. You don't know all the rubbing. Rubbing all the fine. It's so crazy the way she's rubbing. Keeps coming across my mind. It's mighty crazy. 
Ride a crazy baby. Gotta keep on rubbing at the same old thing, you know. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy because you keep on rubbing at the same old thing. You know, I had on some dirty clothes standing by a tub. She pulled me right down in it and she began to rub. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. Cause she keeps on rubbing at the same old thing. I said it's crazy. It's crazy. It's kind of crazy, baby. All right, candy it's crazy, baby. Some seizures. It's mighty crazy, baby. See you guys next week. Mighty crazy, baby. It's mighty crazy, baby. I'm having an old, another old-fashioned, the old-fashioned way, Christine. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna tune it up. We're gonna tighten it up. We're gonna get Christine more an old-fashioned, properly the old-fashioned way. Because as soon as you go to Wikipedia and change the name of the astronauts, cha cha cha. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network food radio supported by you for our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events subscribe to our newsletter enter your email at the bottom of our website heritageradionetwork.org connect with us on facebook instagram and twitter at heritage underscore radio heritage radio network is a non-profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better fairer more delicious place and we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.